Family from the Heart podcast episode number 176. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of family from the heart my name is cliff ravenscraft i'm stephanie ravenscraft and this is the weekly podcast where we sometimes air our dirty laundry (laughs) 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 or at least last week's episode was anyway for those of you who are here for the very first time this is a behind the scenes look into the lives of the ravenscraft family and the people behind what's going on here at gspn.tv World headquarters. I think last week was a little bit of the Ravens Cranks, though. Was like, last week I the mean, Ravens Cranks? I think so. I yeah. So let's talk about last week. What what okay. what what went down last week? Stephanie? I'm not exactly sure. I, ha- I I'm I, not exactly sure. I know that I I had a major meltdown. You did. I had thought for sure that I had avoided burnout. Just I thought there was just this narrow margin for which I did not cross the line of officially burning out but during last week's episode while talking about it you're like no i am i didn't get close i'm officially burned out (laughs) oh my goodness in the next two days you walked around here with this mopey face and i'm like if you don't change the face i'm going to hurt you i was i was i was burned out and mopey you were really the rest of that day i was just like Mm. you know even the motivational happy half hour it was only half motivational. <laughs> it, was, it was Tracy's side. It was, Tracy's was side. all Tracy. It's so funny because if you listen to Life, Love, and the Movies dot com episode, I think it's number six or something okay. like that. Whatever we recorded last week, and if you listen to it, there's one part where Tracy's going. You know, he's he's sharing a story and a and stuff like this, and it's one of those things where normally I would pick up. And it's like, oh yeah, and this reminds me of a time when, I, and I and I and I went cool. <laughs> He says, he says, all of that and all you have to say is cool. And I'm like, that's all I got, dude. Tracy, I'm going to have to tell you right now. I'm just being authentic. I have no clue what you just said. Oh, my goodness. I just totally spaced out. Tracy and I and the rest of your co-hosts could totally make a support group. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Support group coming to you. Yes. Yes. There is the support group for GSPN co-hosts. Yeah. So yeah, you were burnt out. I did. I, I I crashed and I burned last week's episode. I was highly stressed. Yeah. And um, not of anyone else's making. It was all stress that I put on myself, which then makes me like more annoyed with myself because I'm like, why do you do that? That's just ridiculous. Right. And so I started talking and I just couldn't stop. And you're and I know I'm sitting I'm sitting here talking and you're over there, Stephanie. Stephanie, I'm like I just, I just kept on talking. I could not stop myself. <laughs> it's like, it's like, for, there's one thing about putting your foot in your mouth, and then all of a sudden your mouth, your, your foot starts to swell. Yeah, you know, and my, well, my mouth was big enough to accommodate. So. <laughs> Obviously, so it was. Uh, I was like, because here, here's the thing. It's like, okay, number one, it's one thing to start talking about your family in a podcast. It's like, ah, that's. Right. you know I, yeah. I don't know how about how i feel about that well actually no i know exactly <laughs> how i feel about that and obviously i'm not comfortable with it but then you went on and on it's like but what is it not only are you talking about your family in our po- very public podcast 
in not too great of a light right now. <laughs> this is not positive. This is not encouraging. This does not fit what I think content from our network should sound like. <laughs> and this is completely out of my control. And I'm too burned out to even do anything about it at this point. But not only that, but your parents listen to this thing. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's like, okay. I, I remember there was a period of time where you and your dad didn't get along for, for a good yeah, period of time. And right. I'm like, oh, crap. Not another one of these. <laughs> he's not going to. He's going to hear this. <laughs> and if, if I were him, I'd be like, I cannot believe my daughter just said that about our family. Right. And I'm like, here comes here comes another. Here comes the another. Snow Ravenscraft World War Three here. Ah, so I, I was I was extremely nervous. I, I was nervous about us putting that out as mm-hmm. a as, as a podcast episode. I was like, is this entertaining, educational, <laughs> encouraging content that makes a difference? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I saw on Twitter where one person said it was liberating. I think that was uh, Rabbi Steve. <laughs> I think it was. He said it was liberating, liberating. It was, it was very, I felt very free when I was, <laughs> I know you did. There's no question about that. Oh man. So last week was, was interesting. It was. And a couple things have happened as a result of that. <laughs> well, we got some feedback. We did get some feedback. Which I think was good for you to get. Yeah, and, it was. And it was good for me because um, you were like, in your mopey mood and like hovering that little prohibited conscience that you have like over me. And so then I'm like, I was just myself. I didn't do anything. So on one hand, I'm like defending myself. And on the other hand, I'm like, oh, did I cross the line? What did I just do? <laughs> in my mind? You crossed the line. I know. So I, um, I saw my mom on Saturday. Yeah. And I told her, I said, look, and I knew that the episodes hadn't gone out yet because you had your, you know, your little mopey time. And um, so I said, look, you're going to listen to Family from the Heart this week. And I talked about this and I'm not going to lie. It sounds bad. It just, I've went over it and over it in my mind. And the (laughs) more I go over it, my husband has convinced me that it just, it sounds bad. And know that I meant it this way. And so I'm telling my mom and, you know, and she is, she's understanding. So Here's how I've set it up now. When they listened, I think they thought it was going to be much worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so I explained it to her and, and all this. Well, um, I get a phone call from my dad on Tuesday. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read Troy's post in the chat room. <laughs> life, love in the, life, love in the movies. Yeah. Tracy. Tracy always shares like a, a quote of the kind of like a quote of the week and right. they're very inspiring motivational quotes and and, Tra- and Troy says the best quote so far from life love in the movies I'm sorry I dozed <laughs> off on you there <laughs> and I'm gonna guess that's something you have said I did I yeah. told you I just yeah. I, I was like I'm sorry Trace. I, com- I zoned out yeah I had that's no idea good. what you just said I anyway. know how I know how Tracy must have felt. Yeah, I know. So, so anyway, your dad calls. So my dad we, called on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So my dad calls on Tuesday, and he's like, "Okay, here's the, now." First, he had to clarify a few definitions for me. Oh, and yes. that, that's that's dad daughter talk. I'm not going to share that here. Okay? okay. So he had to clarify a few definitions for me, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I know, I know. You know." Um, 
And then he says, he's listening, and he, please don't spit your Diet Coke on me. <laughs> I just showered. Come on. <laughs> okay. So then he says, he's talking to my mom, and he says, she's having a Clarenceism. A Clarenceism? Which is what they call, like, his random ramblings. <laughs> what? His rants where he says... My dad's th- name is Clarence, so he often has... Clarenceism. Where he's saying something where he's, where he's it's like putting your foot in your mouth, but you, you just keep <laughs> chewing on it anyway. <laughs> you do. So he says she's having a Clarenceism. He's like, I don't know if it's a junior or a senior because my grandpa's name was Clarence also, and he's very much um Daddy, I love you, but you're very much like grandpa. And um and he's like, I don't know if it's a junior or a senior, but she's definitely having a Clarenceism. Right. And I'm like, I said, and so I'm telling him, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I, I meant it this way. And I was just, I was having a really bad day. And it just, he's like, look, when you got good material, roll with it. Sometimes <laughs> you just can't stop. <laughs> that, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you, hearing that from your dad, that put my mind at ease. Yes. For that portion of it. <laughs> But I'm still thinking, okay, when I think about the vision and the mission of GSPN, entertaining, educational, encouraging content that makes a difference. It was definitely entertaining. We hit one of the sil- <laughs> we hit one of the four cylinders. I don't I I think that I think that you are wrong. And um and I'm going to tell you why. Number I, 1 I think I'm wrong too. And I think go that ahead, it was I think definitely it was entertaining. Yes. I do think it's encouraging because it lets other people know that they're not alone. I am not the only person on earth whose siblings get on their nerves. Yeah. I mean, hands down, it's just, it's it's a fact of life. It is going to happen. Do I love my siblings? Absolutely. But they get on my nerves sometimes. I get on their nerves sometimes. It's it's the way of the world. It happens. And I think that, that me sharing that, whether you were, you know, thinking, God, stop before it goes too far or not, was it was freedom to some people. Right. And the fact, you know, you are having, you were having a, a bad week. You had run yourself into the ground. You were exhausted. You couldn't, you didn't have anything left to give. And you shared that. And I, I think that that also is encouraging. You are not the only person on earth who ever gets burned out at what they do. Mm-hmm. Even if you love what you do. Right. You can still burn yourself out on it. Right. And what's the other one? Educational. I'm sure there was some education in there somewhere. <laughs> what about inspiration? There's there's uh, entertainment, education, encouragement, and inspiration. Those are the four things that we try to strive for. Inspiration in that um, I'll find it. <laughs> I'm inspired to go and rant and feel good about myself, <laughs> right? <laughs> or uh, or to not to know to bite your tongue sometimes. And there's a. There's a lyric from a song that says something. I bite my tongue so hard it it you know it bleeds or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a pod safe song. That's one of those songs I'm yeah. allowed to actually play here. Yes, on this. it is. And um, and you know, sometimes you have to do that. And and sometimes it is it is freeing to let it flow. I'm very glad to see that Daryl Darnell is in our chat room right now because I can actually yeah. tell him that we have a book that we want to put. Yes. On the uh, on on different our from the book that I emailed you last week. <laughs> yeah, redeeming loves on there, that, yes. which is great, and uh, and I'll talk about that book in just a little bit if he's going to s- <laughs> still be there, and if not, Stephanie, will you email him this new book? And it doesn't have to be up in the featured; it can be down at the bottom of the list. A book we don't <laughs> carry those. <laughs> Actually, I already checked, and you do this Actually, one anyway. You already have it. I think people will be shocked when they hear the title of the book. I know. I was shocked when um. 
Sarah came over yesterday and we recorded Authentic Life Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, I'm reading this book and it is so good. And she pulls it out and she reads me the title, which is. Well, before we go there, can oh, we, okay. we, we don't want to leave last week's show yet. Oh, okay. Because we, we still, still have okay. these email. That's right. We do. And then, I'm sorry, I forgot. And then we can go into the book. So okay. how's that? So there are, you want to talk about this, you know, on radio, they do this thing like the, they leave you these cliffhangers. They want right. you to stick around to the last of the episode. Absolutely. So, so is that what that was? You know, so, so there's your little cliffhanger for the book that we're going to recommend okay. this, or that I'm going to recommend this week. But, but only that don't, you need to stick around for the second half of the show. I'm telling you. Because the second half, you thought last week's episode was shocking. Wait till you hear the news. That we have to share in the second half of this week's episode of Family. I can't wait because I have so been avoiding Twitter all week. I know. So not to spoil this news. Yes. I have. Like if I think maybe I've sent like four Twitter messages all week. Yeah. And there's there's actually two pieces of news. But well, maybe one, five because my nephew one is going to be more shocking than the other. Yeah. So there you go. Stick around. Right. But let's get back to last <laughs> let's week's get episode. Back to last week's episode. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we went, we got D's email. Will you read yes. D's email? Will you, you show it to me? Oh, yeah. Well, um, sure. Hold on. Let me. I can do that. I, I don't have an account on this MacBook don't, and I didn't bring mine you, down. Do you have the chat room open? <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to paste a link right there. All right. I got it. So click that link, open it up and you'll see D's email. Stephanie, I had to write after listening to episode 175 of Family from the Heart. I personally loved your authenticity. I cannot say that word ever. Authenticity. Authenticity about your family. Wait a second. You've got a show called Authentic Life Radio. It's authentic. I can't. It, it's the city that I have problems with. Okay. Anyway, authenticity about your family and not wanting to take Winnie around them. I would so do the same thing. My family is crazy too. And I'm not always myself around them because I feel like I can't say what I really feel. And oh, I just, doesn't have a problem no, with that I one. just, well, that's what I just want to say deep. Um, no one in my family has a problem with that one. And, um, and that's part of the, yeah. Anyway. So, um, I feel like I can't say what I really feel. Thank you for being so open with us and know that it helps us not feel alone. In this episode, you talked about you and Cliff reading Redeeming Love. I finally read it last year after hearing you and Sarah talk about it and loved it. I borrowed it from a friend and ended up buying a copy for myself. Thank you for recommending it. I am going to read it again uh, since it has been a year since I have read it. I usually read it about once a year also. Anyway, I probably will come back and read it again. It is so good. And I'm I'm not even finished reading the first time. Go ahead. Okay. I am so excited about you and Sarah doing a podcast together. I really love how you interact with each other, and I've missed that a lot. I'm the mother of a grown daughter, and listening to you guys makes me miss the days of raising her. I spend a lot of time with a few young families at my church, and I often pass on ideas and tips to them that you have discussed. There is so much more I want to tell you, but if I don't send this now, I never will. Thank you so much for what you do. You are changing people's lives. Awesome. D, thank you so much for that feedback. And, you know, D's feedback actually echoes a ton of what we saw on Twitter and Facebook and mm-hmm. and other outlets as well. And and I just want to say thank you guys for setting my mind at ease. And, and I do actually see the encouragement out there. Right. You know, the, the encouragement is like, I'm, I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in this. Absolutely. You know, and, and that, you know, these people who obviously 
you know, express that they have a relationship with Jesus, that, that mm-hmm. you know, they're not perfect. And here I've struggled to think that maybe I'm alone in the way that I feel about how I right. interact with certain people and, and to know that you're not alone, that other people struggle with these feelings. Right. Then then it's it can be encouraging to know that. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much. I'm glad that last week's was not episode was not totally a, a bomb. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it will forever go down as that episode. <laughs> Is that what you titled it? It was titled that, that episode. episode. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so now we can move on. So next time we have one of those days, it'll be that that episode. <laughs> yes. <Do> that. <laughs> yes. You got it? That, uh, no, it'll be that other episode. That epi- okay. It'll the be other. that other episode. All right. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, that episode, be, and then there's that other episode. No, not again. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. All right. Moving on. Um, so, okay, so let's go back to the book. So, the Sarah, book. so if you guys have not done it already, you need to go yeah. to AuthenticLifeRadio.com. <laughs> I am not kidding you. Um, go there. You will, I, I will promise you this. If you go to AuthenticLifeRadio.com, and if you can listen to the first episode without laughing uncontrollably, then you need to go to a doctor, call 911, <laughs> because they need to resuscitate your life. I mean, seriously. I am nice. not kidding. I could not stop laughing about the comment in the shower. Okay. that That's all I'm going to say. I won't spoil it for you. But I am telling you, when you get to the point where there's a comment that's made in the shower, you will laugh uncontrollably. And I could hear Sarah laughing uncontrollably. She did not expect you to say those words. We were crying. And I could. Oh, my gosh. I would have loved to have seen her face when you actually said the words that you said. It was fantastic. It truly was. It was authentic. It was. That it it was. was. It was. That was some authenticity there, babe. (laughs) So anyway, AuthenticLifeRadio.com. Thanks. But anyway, Sarah Rader, for those of you who do not know, is Stephanie's best friend. Yes, she is. And uh, Stephanie and Sarah used to do the full-time mom podcast together. Mm -hmm. And now Stephanie continues to to produce that show on her own. And uh, Sarah took some time off. But now they're back together again. The dynamic duo of (laughs) GSPN.TV has risen to the top of the charts (laughs) with episode one. Right. We set the bar high. Oh my gosh! I'll tell you, I don't, I, I can't compete with you and Sarah. There, there's just no way. It, it, it is a God-given chemistry that um, I'm very grateful for. Yeah, yeah. I, I. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, I, I will tell you that that Sarah has Sarah is somebody that that I admire her faith and mm-hmm. and and the way that she goes about sharing who she is and being authentic, obviously. Right. And, and that's why it's, it was such a perfect title for the two of you to, to just uh, come up with the show. But uh, like you, Sarah comes in with this book and, you know, and then I sense that, that Sarah's, you know, she's in a, in a place right now where she's, she's questioning some things. Right. right. Absolutely. And I obviously, this, she comes in with a book that has a title on it is one of those books that I'd be carrying around. Right. You know, but she comes in with this book and it is titled, So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore. (laughs) 
What's up with that? She pulled that book out and I'm like, what are you reading that book for? <laughs> well, we, we're we not going to share anything right. as far as what, what Sarah has to feel about it. But I want to tell you that the, the title just grabbed me right. in a powerful way. She shared a couple things about it. She told me that it was a fictional story. And I'm like, oh, I, I like that because I, I, I'm totally digging Redeeming Love. Yes. You know, th- this is because Redeeming Love is a fictional retelling of the book of Hosea. Yes. You know, the story that is in the book of Hosea. And it is speaking to me in such a way that reading the book of Hosea has never spoke to me. Right. You know, but now having it told through this fictional account makes me I, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the book of Hosea again and I have no doubt that it's going to speak to me in a profound way that I never would have imagined before right and and regardless God is speaking directly to my heart through this fictional story which is redeeming love I mean in amazing way and such an amazing way yes and um, and then all of a sudden this this book comes around and and and, and, it, and it's, I mean, anybody that now there are going to be some people who tune in like relatively recently, right? Right. That that may get an idea that you know Cliff it has faith, you know, is a person of faith and stuff like that. But they, but people who have known us for a very long time probably know that I have a show called About the Church. Mm-hmm. You can find it at atcpodcast.com. And if you go way back into the archives, you'll know that I did a five-part series titled Why I Hate the Church. Right. All right. So hopefully that's not too shocking to some people. So, I mean, th- this this thought Which about, is the title that grabs you, but you really, it, it really is a must listen, I think. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it, it it's not why I hate being a member right, of, right. of what it's God calls us to. It's about questioning and examining and, and yeah. really um, looking at why we do the things that we do. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you this book, um, the title grabbed me and it, and I just finished reading Catching Fire last night. I know. And I wanted to read something. Um, here's the thing. It was like one o'clock in the morning. It was one o'clock in the morning. I'm exhausted. Right. I mean, literally exhausted. I should go to bed. I have to be up in the morning to record a bunch of podcasts mm-hmm. all day long. And it's just like this, this gnawing feeling. I want to, I want to get that book. The lights were out. I was already in bed. I was already, you know, about ready to go to sleep. But I couldn't sleep. I'm like that book, that book. I, I should maybe I should just go ahead and see if it's on the Kindle. And so I, I did. And then I sent it to my Kindle. And then I'm like, I'm going to just read. I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm reading and I'm like, wow, this is good. And then I was really too tired to, to continue on. So I got up this morning and I instead of taking a shower, I drew myself a nice, warm, hot bath. And I laid in the bathtub. Was it warm or hot? It was the same thing to me. But anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. There's details. Come on. Seriously. Come on. Let me get to the good stuff. So I sit there and I just lay in the bathtub and I read the first two chapters of this book. And I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. And so um, here, it just I want to share a couple quotes. And these are all on uh, twitter.com slash Cliff's Kindle. There's no apostrophe, right. obviously. So twitter.com slash Cliff's Kindle. All right. The first tweet that I said is, I find it hard to imagine a no strings attached relationship like this. And I noticed that I spelled relationship completely wrong, but that's, a, that's fine. Anyway, here's the quote from the book. 
I would waste, let's see, I would waste far less time ragging on religion and find out just how much Jesus wants to be your friend without any strings attached. He will care for you and if given a chance, will become become more real to you than your best friend. You will cherish him more than anything else you desire. He will give you a purpose and a fullness of life that will carry you through every stress and pain and will change you from the inside to show you what true freedom and joy really are. All right. And uh, so where was the, the no strings attached? Towards the top. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he wants to be your friend without any strings attached. And oftentimes I feel like there are strings attached right. that, that, you know, it, it requires that I do something before I feel good about how God feels about me. I, right. I always struggle with that. And then the next one is I'm tired of the guilt, conformity and manipulation. All right. And this is no, di- let's see here. This is no distant God who sent his son with a list of rules to follow or rituals to practice. His mission was to invite us into his love, into a relationship with God, the father that Jesus described as a friendship. But what do we do? We are so quickly captured by the work driven religious culture that thrives on guilt, conformity and manipulation that it devours the very love it seeks to sustain. (laughs) And this is something that I've certainly experienced and um, if you don't mind, I am going to go to David, because I told you I was going to do this, davidfoster.tv, mm-hmm. all right, davidfoster.tv, and I am going to play the beginning of the Renegade's Guide to God, if I can find it here, uh, Renegade's Guide to God, and I'm just going to click play, and I want to play the opening to see how he introduces his show. From Nashville, Tennessee, it's a renegade's guide to God. Episode number 40. How do you get God to bless your business? He should talk. I think he does this in every episode where he talks about what the show's about. Waiting. I like his music, though. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. I am David Foster. I'm your guide on this uh, journey through life, Renegade's Guide to God, helping you know God, love God, and live the life for which you were created. Something way too important to leave up to religious professionals and other weird type kind of people who want to just control your life. So that's I mean, it's 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 he actually does a a better one that that's in front of the other shows, but it's. He, but yeah, it's religious professionals who want to manipulate you and control your life. And, right. and it's like, this is so many different ways that it's like, I, I feel like so much conformity and manipulation and, and all this other stuff. So I, I just have a couple more quotes that I want to share. Um, I, I, I put here's another quote from Cliff's Kindle. Uh, this book just compared church attendance to circumcision. This is a good one. It's easier to see the problem when the standard is circumcision in Ephesus than it is Sunday morning attendance in Kingston. But both can lead to the same thing. Bored and disillusioned believers no longer embracing father's, the father's life. Um, I didn't know what to say. I wasn't even sure I agreed with him. How could church attendance be like circumcision? And of course, there's a whole lot of context Const- around that yeah. that just makes that a powerful statement right? and one that, that I still struggle with myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's another one. Here's a, I said, this is a powerful statement and it says, 
What do I do, John? I want the life you speak of. It won't take much from you, Jake. Just be real with the Father and resist the urges to crawl back into the shell and silently endure lifelessness. Your struggle stems from the call of God's Spirit on your heart, on your on your own. Uh, ask Him to forgive you for submitting or substituting anything for the power of of His love, and invite Him to show you how your diligent efforts at good works for Him may be obscuring His love for you. Let God do the rest; He will draw Himself, uh, draw you to Himself. And here's the last one that I've quoted Mm -hmm. uh this one i still struggle with feeling like i must earn it was my tweet and this is says this is the quote from the book good won't it be a joy again to wake up confident about being loved by god every day without having to earn it by any act of righteousness on your part that is the secret to for to the to first love don't try to earn it Know that you are accepted and loved not for what you can do for God or somehow hoping that you will be worthy of his acceptance, but because his greatest desire is to have you as one of his children, Jesus came to remove any obstacle that would prevent that from happening. I'm telling you, and, and what's amazing, of course, is this book is echoing so much of what I'm also reading in Redeeming Love. Right. I mean, every single thing that I'm facing in the way that I feel God, you know, is just fed up with me and, and all this stuff. And I, I honestly, I, I, I get a little weirded out when people email me and they say, Cliff, you know, I, I just, I, I'm so inspired by your faith and, and how you live your faith out and everything. You're, you're a perfect example of what Christian life living should be like in front of so many people. And, and, and I'm like, dude, that scares the heck out of me. Stop it. Because you don't know the half of what goes on in my head and the right. things I struggle with. And right. And I don't see myself as a good example for anybody to follow. And, and you know, specifically one area of my life that I just can't grasp what's the right thing for me to do. And I feel miserable and that God hates and despises me. And, and I can't understand how he could possibly love me when I feel like I'm not doing what I think I sh- that I think he thinks I should do when actually I'm not sure that he actually thinks that I should do it. And I'm just pushing all this pressure on myself and I don't know and I feel really bad because I'm not doing something that I don't know that I actually should be doing and 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 it's messing me up right now and 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 I feel like this whole story with redeeming love of this prostitute who doesn't feel worthy of the love of a man that that that's in that story I feel that it's like it, it's just clear and it's just amazing how God's speaking to me through two fictional stories at the same time redeeming love by francine rivers and then this other book is called uh so you don't want to go to church anymore an unexpected journey into the reality of the father's family and it's by jake colson and so i would love it if our good friend daryl would put that into it doesn't have to be at the featured at the top but if you could put it in the bottom list there's a bottom list there at the top of that bottom list so you could go to mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com forward slash gspn and that should be there eventually in a couple days or maybe even by the end of today um you can you can get this book if you're interested in reading it so there you go and by the way thank you to our sponsor mardell.com are we there yet oh yeah we are look at that that. 31 minutes how awesome is that uh so um uh, thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash GSPN. Use promo code GSPN. You get 10% off your entire order. And uh, it's also a great way to say thank you to them for sponsoring our show. And if you know anybody out there, 
uh, that that could use a 10% discount off of homeschool materials, teaching materials, whatever the case may be, uh, feel free to share that promo code GSPN with anybody out there. Uh, spread the word about our good friends at um, Mardell and now who have sponsored us and have committed now three and a half years. Four. Is it what? Is it four years? I thought it was four. Crud, I can't remember now. Is it three and a half? <laughs> have I always said three and a half and now it's four? <laughs> I okay. think so. You're probably right. You're my wife, so you're right. So <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> okay, so four years now. I think you're right. I think it is four years now. Anyway. Uh, I think in this case I am right. <laughs> I don't know anymore. It doesn't mean I'm always I right. I shared the announcement last week and I was burned out. So anyway, thank you to them. And they rock. And uh, so awesome. They do. Stephanie. Cliff, what's next? I think Rich it's... Rich Mullins? Yes. <laughs> Let, let's, put, <laughs> let's put off the homeschool update for just a few more minutes and talk about Rich Mullins. Go ahead. Well, um... Was that Monday? Monday we got in the mail, um, well, Cliff got in the mail, a package from a friend, right? You'd call Rick a friend. Yes? Rick Tarrant is a very good friend. Okay, good. And um, and it is two CDs of a tribute that the 20, the Countdown Magazine um, with John Rivers did on Rich Mullins. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be 14 years ago on the 20th that um he was killed tragically in a car accident and his music is just phenomenal mm-hmm. and speaks the truth and he was like um he not like uh he 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 was considered to be somewhat of a radical yes and he's a uh, renegade he was, he a, was renegade. a renegade yes he was and um and lived his life very differently than the people thought that he should mm-hmm. and by the people i mean you know the establishment, the man. <laughs> I mean, I'm biting my tongue now. Filter, <laughs> filter, 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 filter. Okay, Wait, why couldn't you filter last week? Well, look at that. It was See the how- mood. It was. It was. It was. I. I was. <laughs> That's fine. Head. It was full. It had already caught all the. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, or it was broken. <laughs> That's fine. It was so. out for maintenance. Rich Mullins. Um, so Rich Mullins. Um. You know, I love love his music and he was um a favorite of mine back then i remember driving to work and hearing on the radio that he had been killed in a car accident and like crying and i got to work and the my boss is like what's the matter with you and i'm like you know my favorite singer just died anyway and um so this week i've been listening to his music all week um because this brought it you know fresh to the front of my mind and it, it is it, it's fantastic and I, I just I don't even know um but this cd that that Rick sent us has um interviews with him where, where they have interviewed you know where they interviewed Rich in the past and um just listening to him talk about himself where, where and, Rick and Tarrant his, actually yeah right Rick interviewed yeah him. absolutely um but li- listening to him talk about how he viewed himself and how he viewed his relationship with with Christ and um I really love it. Yeah. I really really love it. Um but I've been listening to the music all week and the kids are listening to it and and so really uh, Megan said she'd heard some of the music before but um the song Screen Door 
um, has become like her favorite. It, it is, I'm not kidding, like two minutes and three seconds long. It's the shortest song ever. She's like, Mom, we can listen to it twice. And it's like the length of a whole song. And um, did you even hear that? You didn't hear that part, did you? No. Okay. I didn't think. I can tell when you don't actually hear what I'm saying. I know. I'm sorry. I'm looking to That's see okay. if this is available online. Okay. Um, and can I tell you again what she said? It's on Amazon, actually. Is it really? Yes. Um, yeah. What, what? Wait a second. No. There's one used one and it's $89. Dude. Yeah. It's sweet. A, it says 20, 20, the countdown magazine remembers Rich Mullins, 1955 to 1997 limited edition. And it's got one used for $89. Hey, we got dude. one. We, dude, we can, <laughs> we can sell this. eBay, here we come. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I didn't know it was and worth that much. Right. It, it is. Um, it is a fantastic um, tribute. I, I really it enjoyed. It is amazing. But what I said was Megan's become one of her favorite songs now um, is Screen Door. Yes. By Rich Mullins, which says. Um, There's a difference, it, you know, between pl- having play, faith, faith and playing make, make believe. believe. But it says that um, faith without works is as useless as a screen door on a submarine. And and so to to hear our kids sing these words and and to to be asking questions about them and and to be exploring what faith means to them, you know, and, and I just I really I, I I'm really in a what are you doing? I'm going to I'm going to see if I can play a little bit of that song. Oh, OK, but I could uh, sing it for you. Hold on. Let's see if this has but it. But I won't put you through the torture. I think this might be it. Yep. It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine Faith without works, baby It just ain't happening One is your left hand One is your right It'll take two strong arms mm-hmm, to hold on tight Some folks are cut off the nose Despite their face I think you need some works to show For your alleged faith Well, there's a difference, you know Between having faith and playing make-believe One will make you grow the other one just make you sleep Talk about it yeah. But I really think you ought to you take a leap Off of the ship before you claim to walk on water Faith without works Like a song you can't sing It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine Faith comes from God From every word that he breathes He lets you take it to your heart So you can give it hands and feet It's gotta be out if it's gonna be alive, you gotta put it into practice Otherwise, it's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine Fade without works, baby It just ain't happening One is your right, one is your left It's your light, your guide, your life and your breath but fate without words is like a song you can't sing It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine Fate without words like a song you can't sing It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine But um, I love that isn't song. It, isn't that awesome? I, I always I love have that. loved that song. And... um. But 
I mean, he, he talks about, you know, faith, it, it has to be alive. It has to be, at, you know, to, to be active. It, it, and um, says you take it to your heart so you can give it hands and feet. And I just, I love that song. And I love now seeing our almost 12-year-old sing that song and ask questions about it and um, want to give her faith hands and feet, yes. you know, and, and understanding what that means. Yep. And... um. And, you know, just, I mean, there's, there's so many others. Sarah and I yesterday talked about it a little bit and talked about how, um, which actually everybody else will hear in like, you know, three weeks from now, two weeks from now, I guess. But, um, but, you know, talked about there, there's a lyric in one of the songs that says, I'd rather fight you for what I don't really want than take what you give that I need. And how often do I, Stephanie, live my life that way in the fact that I'm fighting and fighting and fighting for what if I sat down and examined my life, I don't really even want rather than just step up and take the next step and and take what God has freely given me. Yeah, you know? I, I will and, tell you that I've not always been one to pay attention to lyrics mm-hmm. of songs, but um, the the lyrics that this man writes are the things that I that go through my head. You can argue with your maker or know the joy of saying yes to him. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. One thing you haven't mentioned yet is that we actually saw I think it was his last concert. I think it was. I, I honestly cause, I cuz his I, car accident happened like within like a week. Like within a week or two yeah. after that, yeah. So we saw his, I I believe his last concert was here in Cincinnati, Ohio. But uh, it doesn't matter. We actually saw him in concert we before did. he died, we did. and it was absolutely an experience. It was. It, w- it it was one of those things that sometimes you know I you know you hear people say, well, you know, your relationship with God it's not it's not all about an experience. It's not right. all about fuzzy feelings and right. stuff like no. that. But I will tell you what, maybe it's not all about that. But occasionally there are times when you are in the presence of God and you just sense his, his, you just know it. You, you just, you're in awe of him. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and maybe you're not always that way and, and stuff like that. But man, I, I tell you, cause I listened to Rich Mullins songs over and over and over again. And when he was in the, when he was in concert, he told the stories that surround the, the writing of the, the writing song. of the song. Absolutely. And so that night, oftentimes, even though I'd heard a song maybe 100, 200 times. It takes on a new meaning. I actually heard him as he was singing the song live. I actually heard the lyrics for the very first time. And I was like, it, it blew me away. Right. It blew me away. I, I am a huge Rich Mullins fan and will be for life. And uh, thank you, Rick. Thank Tarrant you to for, Rick Tarrant absolutely. for sending us this very limited edition. <laughs> wow. $89. <laughs> Stop looking at it like you're going <laughs> to make profit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. It's like, yeah. I could burn this. and then, no. Just, so, no, this is awesome. And uh, for those of you who just do a search, I'm sure you, you can know, find there, this somewhere online. You know, obviously, um, one of his, um, one I'd call one of his most popular songs is Awesome God. Yeah. Um, our God is an awesome God. And, um, and actually in one of the interviews, he's like, you know, 20 years from now, nobody's awesome gonna, God, nobody's, nobody's going to be singing that. And Rick actually says, I think 20 years from now, we're going to be singing it in our church, you know, and, and people are still singing this in church. I mean, this, it's still played on the radio. Um, and it, it is still lyrics that are, 
you know the the thing is though is is i loved about i mean he did not he had a humility about him in these interviews that's what i'm going to that's what I was getting at. Right, and, but it, it but it's not false humility. No, it's not. He's like, it's listen, real. You know what? Because when when this was when this was recorded, uh, when that interview was recorded, I mean, it's like every church you go to, they're singing, "Our God is an awesome, awesome. God." Right. I mean, it was like all the time. Yep. And 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 you know what? He here, probably got tired of it. Here, here's the thing: we're we're at a place now. You know, is it still sung in some churches? Maybe some places, but I haven't heard it in church in forever. Mm-hmm. And and you know he's like you know what I, I'm not so it's like and I, uh, my favorite thing I, that he shared is that he's like you know what I don't I I'm a horrible singer right he he's like I I'm a gifted musician but I'm a and horrible songwriter. singer and song right and a gifted um, musician and songwriter but I'm a horrible singer and I, I don't even like you know but he says you know, not that he didn't like it but he says that it's the most spoken. Um, he, yeah, he, so he explains most, why. So right. people are asking, so why do you sing? He goes, well, he, he did. He says, he says, well, first and foremost, it's one of the most given commands in, in scriptures scripture. to sing a song, right? And and he says, like, and and he says, I've, if it's I, easy, if it's it's easier than all the other stuff. And so if I can do at. this, then maybe one day I'll be good at the other. You know, I maybe one day it's gonna even it all out. For but, me, it's like yeah. I could do all this love other people and all this other stuff that we're supposed to be doing, but. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's easier for me to sing. Just, you know, I, I want to do something God tells me to do, so I'll just sing. Yeah, <laughs> so. and um, but but when it, it was really, he's, he, I think now knowing fourteen years, you know that that you know he died fourteen years ago, and listening to him say the words, someday my body will be decomposing. Yeah, some I, I am not going to last forever, but I'm making a mark, and you know, yeah, and, and living a life that God has called me to live, and. I don't, it, it was, it's a beautiful interview. Um, his music has been filling my house and my car all week, except this morning, Cliff was talking to me and I have the <laughs> CD on in the background and McKenna comes over and she turns the radio off, which is like my main complaint to Cliff. He'll get, I'll be in the car driving. I'll pick him up. He'll get in and turn off the radio. And I'm like, but wait, I was listening to that. And so McKenna comes over and she pushes the off button and she's like, you guys are talking which is Cliff's thing. If we're talking, there shouldn't be music on. Anyway, and uh, I looked at her, I'm like, um, excuse me, Cliff, what do you think you're doing? And she looked, she's like, you called me Cliff. Mm-hmm. It was it was a funny moment. And Well, you know anyway. what? A couple things here. I'm looking at the chat room and okay. I see that uh, Tony says, uh, we sing it, we even sing it at our church every once in a while, a Catholic church. Uh, James says, sang it in church last month. Shonda says we sing it in our church. Uh, we sing it all the time at our church. And Mary says we sing it at our church and combine it with the battle belongs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And for those there, I, I'm certain that there are a lot of people who are listening to this. They'd never heard the screen door song before. Right. And I am sure there are people who are listening to this podcast who have never heard awesome God before. And okay. I, I know that this is a violation of copyright law and I, you know, I could get in some tr- big trouble but you know what? I am going to go ahead and play this because I think this is a song people should hear right? at least once. It's it it's for me. I it's it's like old. It's like kind of right. like I heard this so many times. But is the the lyrics it are powerful? It means something new to me every time I hear it. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna play it though. Okay, here we go. Just putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. 
there's thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fists. Stop okay. it there. But anyway, you can go. I love when it says, the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. <laughs> it wasn't for no <laughs> reason, reason that, that he shed, get... That he shed his blood. Yes. Ah, uh, anyway, Rich Mullins. Rich Mullins. I, I can do it now. It's like, yeah. 20 The Countdown Magazine remembers Rich Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. No, this, it, this is awesome. I love this this CD that they sent us. And uh, I haven't even listened to the second one yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't even wow. gotten to the second one, but um, ah, good stuff. Absolutely. All right, so um, are we ready to move forward? My one thing. Sorry. Yeah, can okay. we? Because I'll just keep singing. You should probably <laughs> put that over there. All right, just set it down. All right, so uh, I think it's time now, Stephanie, for our homeschool update. <laughs> so, how are things going with homeschooling here in our? What is this now? The fourth week. This would be the fifth. This would be the fifth week. So how are things going in the world of homeschooling here in the Ravenscraft household? I don't even know how to word that. <laughs> I, I don't even know if there is a word for that. Um, non-existent. Non-existent. <laughs> That's how they're going. I, I guess maybe I should start off by saying this is the final. This is the final homeschool update. This will be the final homeschool update. It, it will be. Um, here's, here is... Um, <laughs> Is learning happening? It is happening. Learning is happening. Um, the final homeschool update. Last Friday, um, McKenna, Matthew, and myself were at our homeschool co-op. Yes. And we had just gotten there. And um, I've been saying and a lot today. That's fine. I, it's irritating me. Okay. We'll stop right. saying and. Don't, I'm, don't, I'm say, gonna, don't say and anymore today. I'm really going to try to only use it in proper context. Okay. I'll buzz you every time you say it. 
starting a new sentence now. Okay. We were at our homeschool co-op. Matthew looks at me, says, I didn't use and there. <laughs> you could have used and there. I know. He says, Mom, I want to talk about going back to public school. Like, okay. Why? You know? What's what's on your what's on your mind? You have to, you know, kind of let me know what's going on. He talks to me a little bit. He gives me a little bit, you know, of information there. I mean, not a lot. We I send you a text message, tell you. <laughs> Matt just kind of sprung this on me out of really out of nowhere. Um we were at co-op, so it was completely and um the more I started so I go through our whole co-op day uh, knowing that when we get home, he wants to talk about going to school. That that made it very weird. Yeah. That made the whole day just very weird. Yeah. Well, in the car on the way home, did you see how I used well instead of yes. and? Anyway. <laughs> nice. I had already <laughs> forgotten about the and. I, it, it's in my mind. I'm really trying to be okay. um, mindful of it. We're in the car on the way home. I start asking him some more questions, you know, just kind of probing him about, you know, what is going to happen at this family meeting that we're going to have with you when we get home that he has called. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, he, he's called a family meeting to order. He asked me in the car, he's like, well, do we have to wait for Megan to get home? To-? I said, no, this family meeting doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really concern her. Right. It, it'll just be the four of us. Well, I asked him, I said, well, why, you know, why? And he's like, you know, I, I miss, leaving the house every day. I'm like, okay, well, that, that's fair enough. So do I. Um, I miss I miss my friends. I, I miss seeing other people was actually the phrase that he used. He says, I miss seeing other people and I miss my friends. I'm like, okay, that's one thing. I said, do you not like homeschooling? He's like, well, no, I, I like it. I mean, I'm learning. I just, I really miss other people. I really miss leaving the house. I said, well, you're you're going to make some friends at, at co-op. You know, we, we've only been going, you know, we've only been twice. And he's like, yeah, I know I'm going to make some friends. I know I'm going to meet some, you know, I've already met a couple of boys who, who are my age and, you know, in my class that are in my session, whatever. And we get along. But you know how you're always telling me not to act like a baby? Well, these boys act like babies. And the the couple that he had, you know, the couple of boys that he ma- had made friends with. <clears throat> so I don't think it'd be a really good idea for me to get really close to them. <laughs> I love my son. <laughs> because then I would be acting like a baby. <laughs> okay, well, good logic there. You know, way to think that through. Yeah. And we just, we came home and we talked about it. And it was just the right decision. Yeah. It was, they, that's what they wanted to do. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like we didn't give ourselves a fair chance at homeschooling. But you know what? This was hands down the right decision for our family. Just as in February, <laughs> it was the right decision you know, that led us to here. Right. So our last, our, our, our final homeschool update is that the kids requested to go back to public school. And? They started on Monday. They love it. They're having such a great time. 
McKenna was really nervous all weekend. She was just, you know, am I going to know anybody? <laughs> Her biggest concern was the lunchroom's too loud. She didn't want to go to lunch in the lunchroom because it's too loud. Um, on Sunday night when we tucked her into bed, when I tucked her into bed, she goes, she didn't go to sleep. And I came back and I checked on her and she's still awake. And I'm like, baby, you need, you need to go to sleep. She's like, mama, I can't sleep. I am so excited about school tomorrow. <laughs> nice. So we are getting ready on Monday morning. Um, they asked us to be there a little early so we could hand in our, you know, enrollment forms and paperwork to the office. Who did I take? I f took McKenna to her class first, but she was really nervous. Mm -hmm. When we got to her class, her teacher had just walked in the door. She's like, really, can I send her to, you know, the cafeteria or something? Because I'm just, I'm not ready yet. And I'm like, well, that's fine. We'll take Matthew upstairs. You know, um, his teacher, <laughs> I almost said her name. Um, his teacher knows that we're, we're coming anyway. So we went upstairs. Matt got his desk, you know, put all of his supplies in his desk and we're chatting with his teacher, who is the same teacher that he had last year and the same teacher that Megan had, you know, the year before that. So we have this relationship and it was, I don't know, it just, it felt right. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And we've been, you know, this is, They've been going all week, so this is their fifth day, and we have just fallen back into this natural, this natural routine that just feels right. Yeah, there are a couple things here. Um, so, so oh, I wasn't. Oh, McKenna, when we took McKenna back down to her class, okay, other kids had started to arrive, right? And when she saw that there were kids in there that she knew some of them were in her class before some of them she's known you know for a long time she was she was completely completely at peace she was not nervous anymore she's had a fantastic week it, it's been great so go ahead a few things what well there are a couple things one is that because uh, there and by the way we will get to Shonda's question okay. here in just a moment right. about what was it like to enroll them because uh, that's a that's a big thing i'm sure people want to know right about. um but there were a couple things that um so y you know week one it was you know, kind of iffy how you felt about it week right. two you felt was really good it did uh week three was really good with matthew but you were already no, week three was um we had a few good days and a few bad days okay with both of them okay and by the time we got to week four i was already questioning whether this was the right decision for mckenna yes and matter of fact, I just put out um, full time mom like Sunday night. Right. Or, actually, no, I just put it out two days. It might have been yesterday. Oh, well, then I don't really need to record one today. Do I? <laughs> I think I just put it out yesterday and because uh, things are still behind here. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I, so I put it out yesterday. Which we'll get to in a minute. And, and in that episode, you actually had shared that you were kind of concerned whether or not this was the right decision for McKenna at this yeah. point. And that, you know, that things are, I mean, Matthew's adjusting to this well. He's learning well. He's going through the curriculum and, and he's zipping through. And, and so I I was already thinking, you know, okay, well, it, it sounds to me like, you know, McKenna may end up going back and, and stuff like that. So when I got the text message about Matthew, you saying Matthew wants to have this meeting and wants to know if we can talk about him going back to school, that, that kind of like it shocked me. But uh, I will tell you, there was a lot of time between the time you sent that text message mm -hmm. and the time when you got home. And so I'm sitting here thinking a lot about it's like this. Like 9.30 and, to 1 o'clock that you had. And uh, I, I'm like, 
Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, uh, I, I, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I believe 100% that you felt called to make the decision to homeschool Matthew. And right. Then you never felt the call to do this for McKenna. You felt the call to do this for Matthew. Absolutely. And, and, and we have, we've documented the reasons why we felt that in prior episodes of family from the heart. I don't even know where that was, but it's, it's back there. So we're not going to reiterate all that stuff here, but there were a lot of reasons why you felt called to do this. I never once felt like this was the decision that we should do for our family, but I'm the type of person that I'm like, you know what? Who am I to stand in the way of what Stephanie feels God's calling her to do? And I don't see how this could possibly damage our children, this right. decision. Um, if if it is clearly something that should be done, then by golly, I'm not going to stand. I'm not going to be the person who stands in the way of God and what he wants and, and what and Stephanie feels that God's calling her to do. And so by golly, I, I'm going to support this decision, even though I personally don't understand it. And and so I, I've been would you agree that I've been 100 percent supportive Absolutely. in everything? So I, I've not discouraged. I've not questioned it. Absolutely I, nothing. I'm like, you know what? I'm. I'm on board 100%. I am, I'm ready to defend this no matter what it takes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I, and I, I kept a close eye. I was really, you know, observing how things were going and, and I felt good about, I, I definitely felt great about how McKenna was progressing in her materials and learning. I think she could have, she, she would have achieved it had we stuck with it. Uh, and dealt with the whining issue, which I think could have been dealt with. It could have uh, in many other ways, uh, but I think that she would have learned everything that she'll learn in first grade. She could have learned within the next you by know, Christmas. By Christmas, there's no question. Right. She was she was plowing through the stuff. Uh, Matthew, at the same pace, I, I don't know what all he was learning, but I could tell that he was taking it in and and that 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 was going okay as well. But at the same time. Here's you guys. You guys called the meeting. We let mm-hmm. Matthew share all his thoughts. We first. did. I let you share your thoughts. And I made there were several times when I could have jumped in with my thoughts. There were long, awkward pauses where I purposely did not say a word. Mm-hmm. And I waited until one of you continued to say something else. And I wait. I, I, I waited forever for you to ask me if you ha- if I had any thoughts. And you never did. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. Well, this is one of those situations where, you know, it's like maybe they don't want to know what I think. And so I asked, I said, I, it, it was like 20 minutes into it. Right. And finally I says, well, do you have any interest in hearing my thoughts on this? And you said, yeah, absolutely. And I, I guess maybe you were either, it's not that you didn't want to know. You just were well, I was fixing lunch with, also. Yeah. So, so my thoughts in. It was a working meeting for me. <laughs> yeah. So my thoughts were this is like, you know what? I never felt terribly heavy hearted about the fact that this is what we should do with our family. I've never been opposed to homeschooling. I've always been open to it. It's something that, you know, if God calls us to do that, then we'll do it. it. I believe in homeschooling and I still do today. Absolutely. I still believe in homeschooling. And 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 I believe that it is it is a viable opportunity for educational experience for children. But um what what I shared is that, you know what? If we lived in a different district than we do now, if, if I felt that the school where if the elementary school, the middle school or the high school in the area where our kids would be deemed to go, were not sufficiently meeting the needs of our children as far as what they should be learning in the educational system, then homeschooling is something that we would definitely do. But I am extremely 
happy right. with the experience that we've seen so far in all of our children. Yep. Matthew far exceeded even your own expectations of what he could potentially achieve in the fourth grade. Way he exceeded did. them. And and I remember you being concerned, maybe we should hold him back and stuff. It's like, no, let's give him some grades and watch that boy come. He'll he'll compete for grades. Trust me. Right. He, I, I know my son. He will do it. And by golly, he 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 excelled. And I'm like, and so when you said I, I want to take it, I was like, well, I know the benefits of homeschooling and I'm cool with it as long as we can find some ways to do this. And if this is what Matthew wants, let's let's try this. We spent a sufficient amount of money on curriculums right and and stuff like that and and the and i know that you were like well we're gonna you know let's think about it for it's like well what do you think i mean i'm okay with them going back today if you want i right. mean and and i i know matthew had a concern about it's like but dad we spent all this money on this curriculum he did and i know you were probably thinking somewhere along that it's like listen you know what as far as i'm concerned that that was a small price to pay to do something that we felt like we should do right and I think that we learned from this experience. Absolutely. And it was the right decision. And I believe wholeheartedly that that enrolling them on Monday was the right decision. And it feels right. It felt right to pull them out of school last year to prepare all summer. It felt right to buy all the equip, uh, all the gear. It felt right. Everything has felt right until week number four. I started to question whether or not it was right. Mm-hmm. I was not going to say anything. I figured, you know, Stephanie's having an off week. McKenna's having an off week. Matthew's having an off week. There's going to be off weeks. It's going to happen. Right. This does not mean that homeschooling is a failure. And I'm not even going to suggest things that Stephanie should change to maybe make sure that week five doesn't look like week four. I'm not even going to do that at this point. If, if we get to week seven and I don't see anything, maybe I'll call a meeting. And say, hey, let's let's evaluate mm-hmm. this. But I I'm okay with your know, week five being an off week and a bad week when it comes to this stuff. And and that's and I just I just imagine that was going to happen anyway. Right. Right. I'm surprised that you've experienced some great days even up to this point. You know, I was I was blown away and and, and very optimistic at that point. But week four was not good week. Week four was not a good week, and it was. Um, I couldn't really explain why. I mean, obviously Thursday was an off day for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, last Thursday I was just, um, pushing myself to, to the max of what I could handle. But even before, I mean, before we got to that, it, it just, thir- or last week just felt different than the three weeks prior. It felt like we were... It felt like it was being pushed. It, it, it felt forced. It very, felt forced. Very forced. Um, but you know what? Had Matthew not come to me last Friday, we'd be pushing we'd be forward. homeschooling today. It, it is. There would still be the question on how do we deal with McKenna and the whining right. part of it. But we still would have probably pressed forward. Absolutely. And Absolutely. But the thing no is, is and, and it's not that Matthew, you know, the, the thing is, is is one of my biggest things, and and I think a part of the educational experience is learning to interact with children, you know, other children and peers right. and stuff like that. And I don't want to rob him of that. Well, Although I know thing- in some places, some people will say, well, one of the benefits is that you get, you 
pull them out and it's actually it does all of a sudden these things no longer become a hindrance to learning it's like well it depends on what you consider to be learning 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 exactly. interpersonal skills with other people i think is a huge part of the interact of the educational right. experience as well and the question is is my is my son being uh mentally or physically abused or verbally abused at school right, right. i was ver- i was somebody should have been taken out of elementary school let me tell you jeez you know but you know what i i grew as a person as a result of it mm-hmm. i grew bitter but i grew <laughs> uh, well i i think that part of it was you know when he came and his concern was that he wasn't around people i i really started that we are five very social people <laughs> really do you think no and so that we he like brought to to that to me that but that he came to me with that as his number one concern yeah it it was at that point it, it was kind of like a no-brainer i mean he wants to go back and while our children don't make the decisions in our family not at all the education had to be something that we can all be happy with and that we can all well i i think that's the i but think some th- people so misunderstand what you're word, saying yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah but some people hear that and they're like no right. your son doesn't need to be happy about anything no my son doesn't need to be happy about but, anything and i make that very clear <laughs> but here's the thing i, I totally understood what you're we're no. saying but part of the thing was that you wanted him we wanted him to enjoy learning yes part of that for the ravenscrafts is being around people yes is is that communication of that well i did it this way and i got this some my friend did it this way and he got and so some of it is being in front of a classroom of people and being recognized by the teacher and praised for something a job well done and feeling good i Mm -hmm. mean that uh, that's something that is not possible right through the and and so there are the here's the deal our son came and said you know i'd like to go back to school he he can do his entire the curriculum that we got he was doing that what three hours max yeah maximum three hours maximum. and he was he was done with his curriculum for yeah. the day and then he did his reading My, and his other yeah. he could he could wake up at nine o'clock in the morning and, and, be done and, by, and be done by noon and he could spend the entire afternoon doing anything he wanted yep and you know what he chose i want to go back to school and I said, Matthew, do you know you'll be at school all day long and you'll have to come home and probably spend about two hours doing, doing homework. homework? I want to do that, Dad. Yeah. I miss that. And he's not, I mean, he's not giving me a hard time waking up in the morning or, you know, he's hes right out of bed and he has made some goals for the year. He actually would like to be on the AB Honor Roll mm-hmm. um, every quarter. He doesn't want to have any absences mm-hmm. so he's hoping to not get sick and he says if we go on vacation in february he's not going because <laughs> uh, <laughs> megan asked him what if we're going you know so he is i mean he's made he's made some goals he he has you know the i mean yeah it's been a fantastic it, week. It, My kids have have they're having a great time. They're learning. I dropped them off on Monday and I came home and I'm like, dude, it's quiet in here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. make some noise, please. And and it, it 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 was the right decision for us. And and it's not that we were we were frustrated with homeschooling that it wasn't going well. We had an off week and we felt really like is this right. the right thing N- i no. didn't just throw my hands up and say i'm done it's not that and i think that a lot of people are going to think that That's but fine. but i it, it is fine because 
you know, what, who was it? Shonda asked, what was it like enrolling them? Um, I was a little nauseous. I was a little shaky. My knees were a little weak. Um, walking in that building and asking for enrollment forms. It, it I, I was concerned about what they were thinking of me. I actually shared on Authentic Life Radio, which is so weird because I talked about the same things that happened this week, but it won't go out for two more weeks. I anyway. know. Um, we'll see if we can't fix that somehow. <laughs> but so... But I, I shared about it. I'm standing there and I am explaining to them why I'm bringing them back. All this thinking in my mind, I don't owe you an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking I don't owe you anything, but I am explaining myself anyway. Right. And so I find it, myself it, doing that so much. Yeah. So it was it, it was a little awkward. You know, the principal was giving me a hard time and, you know, but they're happy to be back. Their friends are happy they're back. By the principal giving you a hard time, I mean, she did. She, she was did. like, well, I don't know. We'll have to see where we, we can put her. We'll have to see where we can put them. And yeah, it's like, I'm like, but wait, Matthew's teacher is holding a spot for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she was like, yeah. It was, I mean, the, the principal of, of our school literally, without saying it, did a, I told you so. Right. Absolutely. You know, and and so there, but you know what, here's, here's the thing. And this is what I admire about my wife is that she is strong enough to deal with that. You know, it's like, and, and you know what, it's not like I, it's not like Stephanie was going in and say, I'm not going to let her, I told you so stand in the, stand in between my obedience to God. Right. That, that is not what I, I, I'm not that kind of person. Um, this he isn't, clearly called me to do something. Yeah. This is not you going in and saying I was wrong. It's not. You know, because you weren't. You you basically did what you felt you needed to do in spite of all the, you know, this is yeah. a big mistake. You're making a big mistake here. She's the only one who told, well, she and another mom yeah. are the only ones who ever said it was a mistake. But um, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I grew. I, I learned you, things that I could have never learned otherwise. I'm, I'm, I'm a financially tight and squeaky person when it comes to <laughs> spending money. Yes, you are. And let me tell you. I do not feel bad at all about the money that we put forth towards all of that, all of that um, curriculum. And, and right. folks, go it, go research curriculum for homeschooling. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. No, it's not. It was a but lot it was of worth it. But you know and what? It it was worth it. And 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 I think it gave it definitely gave Matthew a whole new appreciation for the the style of learning that he likes and we found out you know what it's all about reaching our children with the style of you know the educational experience that would work best for them and he's determined he's like well you know if, if it's this or this i would do much better in this other place right and that's what's right for us it is you know absolutely so i have um i've already been back to volunteering for matt's teacher i told mckenna's teacher look i'm gonna be here every tuesday for you know for her for Matt's teacher. So if you need anything, I, I'm here. And um, I sent her an email. I sent Matt's teacher an email on Friday and just kind of jokingly told her she was going to have a new student on Monday. And she's like, I know I've already heard, you know. Um, so in finishing the text, I said, do you have a volunteer mom? She's like, no, do you want your job back? <laughs> like, yes. So I dropped him off on Monday and she says, she says, so I'll see you tomorrow. I already got work for you to do. <laughs> nice so it, it's it's just it just feels right absolutely well i'll tell you what we're now an hour and 15 minutes I into know. this thing so we're just gonna go ahead and wrap up here and say thank you for dealing with us 
<laughs> We're crazy people here, the Ravenscrafts. We are. And we invite no you. No crazier eat. than the rest of them. Well, I guess so. That's we are all our own form of crazy. There you go. Folks, thank you for uh, checking out Mardell.com slash GSPN. M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash GSPN. Remember to use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart when you go and buy Redeeming Love or So You're Think About... Didn't even talk about the other part. I know. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Our new staff position new has staff. been filled. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week. God bless you all. Until next time, we encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.